a Lifetime original podcast. She wore once and she said, I don't want this anymore. And I said, I'll take it. <laughs> okay, but now what, it's very Freudian that you and CJ's mom are the same size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. I have had a Zoom stripper before. Megan has not been Westworld reset, okay? She just was not here that time. I think he's a Chippendale. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what that is? I was like, is he a bellhop? So the other night, there was this man that was trying to have sex with me, and I know that because he kept saying, I'm trying to have sex with you. Domino's is our special place. A bridesmaid's like a bodyguard, basically. <laughs> I mean, the whole reason why I even knew about Naughty Boys for the party was because there was a flyer in the mail at the studio. I mean, he obviously is the one who put it there. That's the case, he really is crazy. No, like, next level crazy. Yeah, we need to call the police. Come on. We're staying at my parents tonight. The house isn't safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. As you can tell, we are just popping off, okay? We start talking, then we'll introduce you. Get on board, okay? <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Naomi Perrigan, here with someone who I just like so much. She's Aww. just somebody who's a real one. And by that, I mean also, like, she is herself, and she is kind. I've just been thinking about it. I don't know why it sounds like I'm eulogizing you. It's Megan Gailey. Do please eulogize me. I would love to have that moment. Well, thank you for all of that. But was it was it Huck Finn? I get Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn confused. One of them staged their own um, funerals and they got to hear themselves. I just know Huck Finn had a black friend and that was huge. Well, and then I know there was a fence being painted. That's Tom. Okay. All right. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, listeners, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Getting getting our DMs about this Huck Finn Tom Sawyer content. <laughs> um, well, Naomi, I love you very much, so 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 much, and I have to apologize to you and to Aisha, our producer, yes. um, and to probably the listeners at large because <laughs> we are recording this podcast two days after we were supposed to be, um, because I had to call in sick on Wednesday <laughs> because I got. Too drunk on Tuesday night. <laughs> I am. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Just say it a little louder with your chest. What night? What night of the week? Tuesday night. Tuesday night. I got so drunk, I puked. Wow. Wow. I'm in Las Vegas doing shows and visiting my mother in law. And if that's not a one-two punch, I don't know what is. <laughs> and, you know, I used to be party girl, party Meg. And I don't have it anymore. No. And Tuesday really, well, Wednesday more made me realize that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I did finish the night by yelling at a man um, who then came back at me that he knows that there was a 61-year-old Nigerian woman who was artificially inseminated with triplets and delivered those babies in Texas, and it cost the taxpayers $4.5 million. <laughs> what? These this? are the type of conversations that I was out having on the streets of Vegas instead of being at home, sleeping near my husband <laughs> and close to my baby. <laughs> I also like sleeping near your husband. Not with him, but just near him. I was supposed to spend the night down at the hotel. It was like mama's big night out. 
I got so drunk, I wanted to go home. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Even, yeah. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> Freaking get back to the Airbnb, kick the door down like Ric Flair. Oh my God. And I, you know what I'm carrying with me? I have a backpack. I have a bag filled with breast milk. And then I have a bag with my breast pump in it. What? One drink away from blacked out, banging down the door. What? Yes. I look like a mother running away from home. I mean, if that's not a Lifetime movie, a woman holding breast milk, a breast pump, and banging on a door. Talk about a cold open. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand why you had all the milk part. Because I had already pumped. Okay, beforehand. So it had like been in the fridge at the club, and then when you yes. left, you just took it with you. Yes. Okay. That's why getting drunk when you're a mom is really hard because there's so much stuff. <laughs> well, absolutely. I think that's why, you know, that whole idea of a wine mom and like a book club mom, because I think it's ways to be drunk without leaving the house. But here's my question for you, though. Oh, yeah. Or rather, I am putting you on blast. Listeners, uh, you did mention to me in the text message, you know, the text message that I received 30 minutes before we were scheduled to record that I said you had a jello shot. I had a jello shot. Y'all. It, it tasted like kerosene. What the hell? No, it gets worse. I was at a honky-tonk bar inside of the MGM. Oh, And they Lord. had to ask us to leave because they were closed. <laughs> I closed it down. In Las Vegas in the MGM. Now, who are you with when you said they asked us? I was with one of my best friends on Earth who also happened to be in Vegas for work. So we went out, we had a lovely dinner. Mm -hmm. Then she came to the show. And then I had other friends who came to the show. So we go, let's have a drink. You know that? Mm -hmm, let's have mm -hmm. a drink. Nope. Honky, thrown out of a honky tonk. <laughs> Megan, I think this is so funny. Also, you better write this down and never forget it. Baby girl, Jello. Once you a mama, you can't do a Jello shot, okay? Jello for the baby. Jello is not for your liquor, okay? No, too much. And it was so gross. And you know when you see a Jello shot, it's like the color. You're like, oh, I'll pick a red one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have a green one. This one was like baby pink. Like Ew. that's how much alcohol. That's how much alcohol. Right, right, right. How diluted it was. <laughs> gross, dude. Wow. Tuesday night Jello shots shutting down the MGM honky tonk bar. Oh, no, I had my breast milk. I forgot. I gave it to the bellhop. <laughs> <laughs> I checked it at the bellhop. Oh, hold this. <laughs> Mama's got to go take a jello shot. So I apologize. You and Aisha, you you didn't get mad at me. I really thought I was going to be able to do it. I, CJ was caring for me like Conrad brought me a sandwich, you know, brought me water, was helping me. And I just couldn't, I couldn't answer the call for Psycho Stripper. And I wanted to be able to give it my full attention. And yeah. that is what Psycho Stripper is getting today. Absolutely. And if you have not seen it, we will break it down, okay? Psycho Stripper. In this movie, dance studio instructor Amber Clark is just one week away from marrying the love of her life. But when she becomes the obsession of Hunter, the brooding, sexy, exotic male dancer from her bachelorette party, he will stop at nothing to keep Amber from tying the knot. Whoo, baby. Hey, yeah. This was a fun one. I was hoping, if anything, you would find a psycho stripper of your own being in Vegas. Oh, I'm definitely in the headquarters of psycho stripper and diarrhea right now. 
Okay. Las so, Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> without further ado, we got to get into it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so we start on a man who is not very hot, but he is dressed as a cowboy. And his shirt is a barely button, so you know he on the clock. And he's leaving, like, the side door of a club. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Naughty Boys with a Z. With a Z. And then, like, right after he leaves, like, right on his heels are, like, a trio of drunk bachelorette party girls. And they come out, and they're all over him. Where are you going, chap? Well, my real name's Boone, but... Just Boone. So, Boone, where you go, I go. We go. Oh, shut up. You'll get your eight seconds. (laughs) I said, ladies, you understand this is a transaction. Also, you know, and this is for me one of those moments where I'm like, oh, this is when I know a Lifetime movie is written by a man. Because (laughs) women don't do that with strippers, like after the club. No, I actually have jokes in my act about male strippers and how I don't think they even make sense um, when it comes to the dynamic between men and women. I I have once been at a bachelorette party where the male stripper got there and women hid. <laughs> like the thing is, it's like a, a male to female stripper. That's a real fantasy for these men. Male stripper to fe- it's like I see a male stripper. I go, yeah, I bet I could have sex with him. <laughs> like the men are, and and that's not even like I'm hot or Naomi's hot. I mean, we are, and a male stripper would be so lucky. But like, I've never seen or in or encountered a male stripper that I could afford that I'm like, I have to have right. it. Right. I just have not right had that right. experience. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, I'll tell you this though. I don't like when men gyrate, like meaning that specific dance move. I really don't enjoy it. It does not look sexy to me. These guys are just like air grinding and not well, though, because sometimes (laughs) you'll see. uh, And I think this was like the point of Magic Mike of like, oh, they are talented dancers, you know, (laughs) And, and or they're doing like they're like sliding on their knees. They're doing feats of the body. And I'm like, these guys aren't even doing that. They do have nice bodies. I, oh, well, I will venture to say all the guys had hot bods. Well, come on. That's a baseline. That's like the Lifetime Rolodex. You know what I mean? Like Lifetime, they don't have men in their Rolodex who don't have apps. You know what I mean? You know, I think we've t- I think we've taken some issue with some bods before. But yes, yeah, so this guy has a cowboy hat, cowboy boots. The girls are all over him and he turns them down. He says, I'm sorry, girls. I got to get home to my girlfriend. So, ew, boo. Have a good night, ladies. Whoa which I think is also another indication that this is written by a man. Because it's like, look at this strong cowboy. It's like, that's not what would happen. (laughs) He's walking to his car. I am assuming, since we're meeting this man right away, and he's kind of mysterious and we don't see his face, that he's our psycho stripper. But no, 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 no. No, no, no. Someone comes out and freaking Nancy Kerrigan's him (laughs) with a tire iron, 
we got Tanya Harding on the stripper team, and he goes down. He's knocked out. So at yeah. first, I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I didn't think he killed the guy. Like, you know, I didn't see like a knife or a gun, but I was like, this guy's down and he is out. And so I was like, did he just get like beat over the head? Either way, as you said, tire iron to the knee, it takes him out. And 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 stripping, that's not, you can't zoom in the strip. No. You know, like, well, actually, I, I have had a zoom stripper before. Wait, wait, wait. Explain. I went to a zoom bachelorette party mm -hmm. during the pandemic mm -hmm. and we had a zoom stripper whose name was Billy Rock. He's incredible. I love Billy Rock. <laughs> I recently corresponded with him what? because the woman whose bachelorette party it was is about to give birth. And so I hired Billy Rock to make a video for her baby shower. Wow. <laughs> and Billy Rock sent me a, I'm going to say six minute <laughs> edited wow. masterpiece. Masterpiece. Oh, he's acting. He's doing like, hey, oh my gosh, you're pregnant? That's amazing. And Megan, you had a baby too? This is all, he's acting alone. Edited it, sent me like the setup of what he was doing. I go, Billy Rock, you went above and beyond. And he said, Megan, I can't do anything and unless it's 110%. Oh my God, shut up. Yep. Wow. Yep. So he is the athlete of strippers. That's like very much in line with your values. 110% or nothing. So this guy, he's down for the count. He's no Billy Rock. And you know what? He's not even what the movie's about. Because then we cut to a bridal shower for a blonde gal named Amber, who is in the bridal shower group, but Lisa Ann Walter from Abbott Elementary. Okay, she, I mean, she plays Margot, the groom's mom. And I just have to say, like, this is giving us... Hope, okay? You can go from yep. a Lifetime moment, you know, four days in a Lifetime movie to Emmy-winning sitcom, okay? Yes. This can happen. This is why we stay in the game. This is why we never say no to work because work begets work. And that's what Lisa's showing us here. And she's such a great actress. You will know her from The Parent Trap. Um, and she's just so, she's really fun on Twitter. She is a stand-up. I feel like we all sort of like interact with her tangentially. I love her. Her character in this movie, a, f a fun character, <laughs> um, because she's like mean, rich mom. Mean, rich, mother yeah, of the yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's yeah. pretty fun. And, and you're like, how is she mean? Well, she is wearing white. As the mother of the groom at the bridal shower. <laughs> I didn't even wow. clock it. I didn't even clock it, Megan. Um, but you're so right. It's like, what is she doing? Also, she's like very judgy the whole time. So like, yeah, when the friends are like, okay, and these are from us. Uh, do I really want to open these in front of all these other ladies? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> <for> later. <laughs> Thank you. Margot gives a disapproving look, you know, when she says, I'm not going to open it. She's like, Thank you very much. And then when her son shows up at the end of the shower to pick up his wife-to-be, they're kissing. And she's like, oh, that's enough of that. She, like, stops them from kissing. I was like, okay, so do you hate Amber? Like, I was almost like, she's being so judgy that I was like, oh, she must hate Amber. Even though it, she's doing all these things, because it's Lisa and Walter, I, like, still like her. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, you're wrong, you're mean, you're bad. And I'm like, right. love being around you, Margo. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you could be at my bridal shower. But this is what I thought was strange. So basically, oh, when he comes and picks her up, you know, he's, like, taking all the presents and stuff. But then we find out from 
Taryn and Danielle, Amber's besties. And Tamber is a sexy brunette who, I swear to God, she must be a Nick City dancer. But anyway, they're having the bachelorette party that night. Mm -hmm. Would you have the bridal shower and the bachelorette party in the same day? Some people do. And like some people still have their bachelorette party like so close to the wedding. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we got to space some things out. I think the reason some people end up doing that is because of travel. So it's like, oh, if my friends came in for my bridal shower, then like I don't want them to have to fly back for something else. So like, let's do we'll do it all together. But these gals are all local. So it didn't make sense. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Because I was like, this is like a lot to do in one day. Very busy. And then the wedding isn't for another week anyway. So I was like, yeah. normally a bridal shower is early, right? Like it happens like well before the wedding. Um, I think like six weeks before. Six weeks oh, it to a does? Be okay. Yeah, because you got to give people time to like buy the stuff. I mean, you know, like I would imagine these people are rich. So it's like they probably had an engagement party and then a bridal shower and then a wedding, you know, so we're talking like three gifts. Sometimes I find mm -hmm. engagement parties to be unnecessary. I know. I know. Well, it's also the question is, you know, now as someone who is planning a wedding, this question of who do you invite to which phase of things and like why I don't want to have phases because I'm like, OK, if there's a rehearsal dinner, mm -hmm. that should just be family, I guess. But also there's not much to rehearse. I'm from New York, but I live over here and the wedding's going to be here. I can't ask people to come cross country. And just like hang out for four days. You know what I mean? Like it feels like it's a lot to ask of people. Well, that's very nice of you. You can. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we ended up having everyone at our rehearsal uh, because we rented out a bowling alley. Right, right, My right. argument for that was like, yeah, I want everybody to feel included. And I want to like see everybody. And if it's just my family, then I'm like, just hang out with my family. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, get my friend. And my friends come too. And Naomi, I want you to know that I did have bridesmaids and I'm also too old for that. But they did not stand up there with me. They walked oh. down the aisle and then and then they sat. Okay, okay. Well, you know what I'm doing? I'm just gonna have some gals who are gonna come early and get ready with me and like help me get ready I love and that. hang out. So you're that group. I think that saved the time. Yes, oh leave, my god, leave Conrad like, at home. Oh yes, I was literally on pins and needles. Like she wouldn't be bringing this up if I wasn't one of them, right? <laughs> wow. Okay, this is so thrilling for me <gasps> okay robes uh, yeah champagne exactly great exactly you're gonna meet my mother so that should be a real fun one for you and a, a bridesmaid uh, honestly is good to like intervene with the people you don't want to. like you know like <laughs> hey can you take my mom over that like i was like francie can you braid my niece's hair and then also take my mom away from me right now <laughs> But not like away, away, but yeah, just yeah, like yeah, away from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep her busy. Keep her busy. A bridesmaid's like a bodyguard, basically. Yes, absolutely. Okay, you guys, back to the motion picture. <laughs> After the bridal shower, Amber and her fiance, Owen, okay, and he's, again, this is the son of Lisa Ann Walter, the rich, bitchy mom. So he is waspy. He's got a close haircut. That's his energy, okay? But they go back to their place, and Amber and Owen have some afternoon delight. And then Amber really ruins the vibe by asking about his ex-girlfriend, and I really don't get it. Just listen to this. Owen. Yeah? You haven't thought about Megan at all this week. Not once. Babe, Megan and I were never engaged. Yeah, but you got her a ring. I got her a ring, but I never gave it to her. You didn't have a chance to, or...? <sighs> um, yeah, I, I did have a chance to give it to her, but I didn't. Well, <laughs> okay, first thing to note, the ex is a Megan. So how do you feel? How do you feel, Miss Kaylee? I honestly think Megan is the new Karen. 
But Megan was the OG Karen. It was Megan. I know. And then <laughs> Karen know. came in. No. <laughs> I know. I know. And like, yeah. I used to do a joke about this where it was just like a random woman who was mad at me called me Megan. You know, like, like <laughs> didn't know me. It's just like, I'm a Megan. Right, We're right. all Megans. A joke I used to do back in like 2015 where I was like, Megan Sarah Lindsay is like my white yeah. women names. And then you had a joke. I feel like you used to sometimes get on stage. You'd be like, my name is Megan. Yes. And I know you're like, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that, you know? So I'm like, yeah, Megan. it was Megan first, then Karen. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, Katie is also in that mix. And, and Megan is like so annoying because it can be spelled 75 different ways. Then there's also people that are like, are you Megan or Megan? And I'm like, that's not a thing. <laughs> well, what about Megan? Have you heard of a Megan? Oh, yeah, I am friends with a Megan. <laughs> Megan is not real. Uh-huh. And if someone has told you that, then th- then they're wrong and they're bad and <laughs> they need to go to jail. Now, when they're talking about this ex, it is later revealed that this ex is dead. Yes. And that is not the vibe I got. Like, exactly. I got that this bitch is like hanging around currently. Right. And right. it's like, no, she tragically died. Right. Amber, you got to let it go, girl. Well, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, why are you bringing up this person who does not actually exist? And you're bringing her up six days before your wedding. It's like, babe. Babe, if you had issues with Megan, you should have handled this in month one. You know what I mean? By the time he chooses to marry you, you got to trust that he loves you. And if you don't, that's your own personal issue. Yeah. But she was like, listen, I'll have sex with him and then I'll ask him about it, which is a good move. Right. Right. Okay. So they have the bachelorette party. It's like a surprise. What they're (laughs) the the itinerary for Amber. And they go to her work. Now, her work is a dance studio, but it's like, Naomi, if we were to be planning your bachelorette party and be like, let's go to the improv, you <laughs> would not be our friend ever again. Absolutely not. You're telling me the whole time, the Taryn, again, the, the cool brunette friend, she's all like, it's a surprise. We're not telling you. And then it's like, we're here where you work and not just work. She owns the place. So really right. what you're saying is, can we have a raucous party in your dance studio complete with alcohol? and uh, dancers and guess you'll clean it up later or you'll pay for someone to clean it up. Like I was like, this is not nice. And also we should also point out Taryn works there as well. So (laughs) this is no one's like, this isn't exactly the most creative gathering. And for something you were keeping a secret because you thought it was going to be so fun. It's a real letdown as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm like, are we not having dinner? I was really upset. So a lot of the girls are dancers. And so they start doing sexy sort of NBA Mm -hmm. dance team style dancing for Amber. Why? Okay. That's an interesting choice. That's an interesting, because like it's choreographed. And and we see this at weddings too for non-dancers too. (laughs) Grown people choreographing dances for each other a la 1996 sleepovers and i don't know but also for the bridal shower to be specific too when we say for amber like they make her sit in a chair and watch them dance okay because you and also you guys again amber's also a dancer she owns a dance studio Again, these ideas, like, I don't know if Taryn doesn't know what the word surprise means or the word gift means, but Mm -hmm. so far, y'all basically just at work at night. Right. Right. Which means she's having to pay for electricity she doesn't usually have to. (laughs) So, Naomi, 
so far we're in your hypothetical bachelorette party. We're at the improv. You're <laughs> sitting front row and I'm going to go up and do jokes. <laughs> and you have to watch. Like, I mean, the pretzel sticks are good, but you're upset. Exactly. Exactly. The only reason why the group choreo ends is because three strippers come in. Okay. One is a sexy fireman. One's a sexy waiter, I guess. And then one is a football player in a mesh crop top. Yes, and he's like, like very that. wiry and thin. And I just thought to myself, this whole outfit is not working. Why are you doing football when you're clearly like a ballet dancer? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're dancing. I love that you said sexy waiter. I think he's a Chippendale. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what that is? I was like, is he a bellhop? You're like, there's a sexy barback. <laughs> There's a sexy guy getting ice and rounds oh. of water. Um, yeah, I think he's a Chippendale. So oh. all the guys look identical. Yeah. Amber's at the bathroom. She runs into the fireman. He has long hair. He not like long hair, but he has like nice hair that sort of differentiates him from the other men. Yeah. And he congratulates her. They're sort of like flirting, but it's not it's not egregious, you know? You dance? I do. Yeah, yeah, I grew up dancing. But now I teach and choreograph. Actually, my, my bridesmaid, Taryn, is also a choreographer here, too. Very nice. That's another thing we have in common. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't, I don't do that kind of dance. You know, I, I may have just a bit of experience beyond the exotic sort. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're just going to have to get out there and prove it. What are you doing? Come dance. Come on. This is the thing. It's like he's flirting and she's being nice. And you can tell right. that. Right. Right? Yes. Like, he's obviously trying it. And she's like, thanks for coming. Bye. <laughs> it does cross the line, though, when he slips something in her drink. Well, <laughs> not good. That's that's egregious now. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, what on earth is happening? One second, he's like, oh, to your marriage. And then you see him slip a drink in. And I'm like, what is he trying to do? And also, there are, like, at least 10 other women there. I assume at least half of them are single. Why are you honing in on the one person who... Not only has a man, but is about to make it legal. You know why? Because men are sick. Luckily, the party gets interrupted by Margot, <laughs> mother, rich mother of the groom, who comes in. God bless. Can I get you a drink or no, something? No, I'm fine. Can I have a minute, please? Of course. All the time you need. Right here in your studio, we're just anybody in town. The people that know us can walk by and see what's going on here. It's, it's all harmless fun. These guys are actually really nice. I'm actually. sure they are. And, like, I'm on Margot's side. You are? Yeah. I want her to be like, put up some curtains if you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted her to be into it. <laughs> right. I wanted her to be like, this party sucks. Exactly. Okay? Why are you at her job? I'm rich. I could have rented something out for you gals. We could be at a back room at a Buca de Beppo. <laughs> In this commotion, the drink that the fireman spiked gets knocked over. And I don't know why I said spiked. It's roofied. Right, <laughs> right, right. It a little like more innocent. The drinky roofied gets knocked over and he's like, dang it. I know. He's so mad. Also, fun fact, you guys, this psycho stripper is the sweet husband in Adopted in Danger. The girl who's like, wants to have a baby and she's got, and I'm like, I almost like did not recognize him because he was like really sweet in Adopted in Danger. I don't even remember that movie. I like I don't even I, like I think my brain reset at some point. Well, no, of course. I think I got you can't remember them I all. think I got Westworld reset and I'm like <laughs> adopted in date. Like when you put it in there I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen that one." 
Okay, so as they go out to um like leave, leave, Margot's tires have been slashed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why that's so funny to me. And it's like, I guess it's funny because the fireman has an axe and it's like he did it with the axe, I think. <laughs> right, right, right. Margot's standing around like, okay, trying to figure out what to do. And then you kind of see, you know, on the other side of the car, you see the axe. Like he's like walking with the axe and you're like, yeah. oh my God, Margot, Margot, Margot. What's about to happen? Can I interrupt um, for Justice for Megan? I did not watch Adopted in Danger because you covered it with Tom Link. Okay. All right. Okay. Then so, thank you, Aisha. Aisha came in to be like, Megan seems like she's going through a lot. I don't <laughs> need her to also think she's lost her memory. <laughs> Megan has not been Westworld reset, okay? She just was not here that time. It was when she was giving birth to a human. <laughs> I was giving birth, which is its own Westworld reset. Okay, so Margot's tires are slashed. She's upset, but I'm sure she's got AAA. Exactly. Oh, please. Yeah, she's got a driver coming. So it's the next day. We're back at the dance studio. Someone's miraculously cleaned it up. And Hunter, who was the sexy fireman, that is his name, Hunter, he comes into the dance studio and he wants to sign up for a class. Weird. <laughs> Hunter, uh, did you forget something or? Nope, just here's sign up for dance class. You? You want to sign up for dance? I thought you already trained. I, I mean, I already know how to dance like that. Not like that. You want to take my ballet class? So Amber's like, oh, okay, yeah, he wants to take a ballet class, which I guess it's like, I like that kind of, you know, he's like, I need to <laughs> expand my repertoire. <laughs> so she's like, great. And she must be hurting for business because she's like, it starts in 10 minutes. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that's how signing up for classes work. I know. You could just have walk-ins. So then hot girl Taryn. And in real life, a girl like Taryn and a girl like Amber, I don't think are friends. No way. Absolutely. I think you're fully correct. Unless it's like one of those things where it's like... They grew up together. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, they have a history where it's like, I knew you before you were you and I was me. They met in kindergarten yeah. <laughs> and they did K through 12 together. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because and, and I'm saying I like them both. They're just like, Taryn is this like hot, sexy, soup, loves to go tanning. Yes. And NBA dancer. Amber is a youth group counselor. Exactly. She is like waspy uptight. I'm sweet. I'm pure. I don't know how I got in this situation. Right. You know, like that's her whole vibe. And Taryn's like, rip his clothes off, you know. So well. Taryn um, comes over. She's thrilled to see Hunter. And they have this little flirty exchange. I would have thought for sure you're more of a hip hop kind of guy, especially with your background. Well, I'm actually trained in jazz, hip hop, salsa, ballroom, you name it. Is that so? Well, then I really don't know whether to be jealous or flattered. Why would you be either? Well, jealous because Amber gets to see you in her class every day or flattered because in a last ditch effort to get closer to me, you signed up to her classes instead. I guess we'll just see which one lands first. Okay, so you get Taryn's vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like Taryn, girl, you act like you've never seen a man before. She comes in so hot. It's like, why don't you just be like, hi, I'm Taryn, remember me? I mean, she is off her rocker. Yeah, and I probably veer more Taryn. <laughs> you know, that's sort of the camp that I'm in. And, um, you know, and even as a married woman with a child, I still will sometimes see, you know, some construction workers and be like, keep it up, boys. You know, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've got some Taryn energy. <laughs> so dance class, dance class. At some point, we see that Amber's wedding book is missing. And her wedding book is like a, 
trapper keeper um, that yeah. has like pictures. It feels very middle school to me. It, okay, this is what I was asking you because this is what I was like, what is a wedding book? Why would it be at her job at the dance studio? Because it definitely does have a Michael scrapbook feel to it. Yeah, I just don't know if in the modern era we're doing that. I think yeah. our wedding book is probably our laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. if there is information, it's like, why would you? I don't know why you have a printed out spreadsheet. Maybe it has inspiration in it. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a place just to like keep things. Like right. people did give me bags. Like they were like, this is your official wedding bag. And it's like, I don't know what I'm carrying. <laughs> So I don't think I need this. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, okay, the wedding book is missing. And then what happens that night? Amber's at home and she gets a text from Hunter saying he's outside her door. But, right, she doesn't know who it is. It's just like a text at first. It's just like, hey, I have something of yours. And then it's like his picture. And also, we never caught, how did he get her phone number? Okay, that's the first problem. Yeah, it's really so inappropriate. Yeah. And the good thing is, is that Amber's like, this is weird. You can tell on her face. Like, I do think the reactions to Psycho Hunter in this film are correct. Yes. They're never just like, no, he's a good guy. Like, it's like, no, Hunter, this is too much. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) From the beginning. Well, and that's, I think, I think what was kind of, um, you know, normally either the guy acts normal and then there's a sharp turn, right? or it's like she doesn't even know him right and then he appears and so what was interesting about this one to me what was fun is like he's awkward from the jump for a very hot guy he's weird and like he's he like goes too far and he's over familiar and he shows up places so it's like funny to have this guy with his perfectly chiseled jaw he's got a sharp jaw and a full lip love the combo and he is like so weird and everyone's like why are you here (laughs) like so yeah, like, not n- not good charm, which yeah. we then see displayed in the next scene. He's trying to pick up some gals outside of the Naughty Boys. Evening, ladies. I didn't see you in there. I would have noticed you. Well, I didn't see you in there either. My name's Sherry, but you can call me baby. What's your name? Jenny. Can I grab a nightcap, Jenny? Got a whole lot of dollar bills burning a hole in my pocket right now. Picks a blonde, yeah. which looks like Amber that I did clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and the blonde just leaves her friends and goes with him. <laughs> which I thought was crazy. He was like, you want to get a drink? And she was like, okay. And I said, girl, do you want to live? You leaving, not just leaving with a dude, because, you know, that happens. This is a dude you weren't even flirting with beforehand, right? This is not after like two hours of hanging out at the no, bar. This is a- man outside loose who a comes, loose man a loose man who walks out of the shadows i said honey you want a loose man coming out the shadows in a fireman outfit you don't value yourself okay so then we see him and this girl hooking up then we immediately cut to hunter is now back at the dance studio where he brings amber a gift and then is like hey do you have some like time to like go grab a bite which is a date please listen to this i also personally want to thank you for all the bank i made your party the other night do you have lunch plans after class today um look i i think you're really sweet and all um i just i don't know how my fiance would feel about me lunching with the exotic dancer from my bachelorette party you know i i kind of had a crush on your friend taryn and i thought i don't know maybe i could get some intel from you i just didn't want to do it here you know put you on the spot where you both work but it's all good. 
I, I understand. Uh, Hunter, wait. I would love to give you some intel on Taryn. I think you guys would be really cute together. Mm, well, what a quick pivot. You know what I mean? The moment she's like, um, leave me alone. He's like, oh, um, I like your horny friend. And then she's like, okay, I'll hang out with you then. Yeah, I don't like that she buys that. It's, um, he, yeah, he lacks charm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's oddly personal that he would be with her to try her wedding cake. Don't you? It's wildly inappropriate. It's, it's reminiscent of that other movie we did that is escaping me where the, wedding planner was it psycho wedding plan no it was something else um and it was like she was wearing his bride-to-be's wedding dress and they were eating cake and drinking champagne and that guy was like yeah no that seems normal oh yes 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 oh my god yes i know exactly what you're talking about so the other night there was this man that was trying to have sex with me and i know that because he kept saying i'm trying to have sex with you <laughs> and and my husband and i like a song we love the honky tonk started playing it like a live music and he was like, do you want to dance? And I go, no, this is my husband and my song. Like, I'm not, and it's not, it's like maybe one of our 10 songs, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, there's just certain things where it's like, that is with my husband. I'm not yeah. going to eat wedding cake with you. I'm not dancing to Brooks and Dunn, Neon Moon, <laughs> and I'm not going to Domino's with you. Those yeah. are for me and CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's is our special place. Yes. Oh my God. But Here's my question, though. What should Amber do to get out of this, like, because you can tell he, she thinks he's weird. Right. He's a patron, you know. And as I said, I think the dance studio is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I do need his I do need his business, but I don't need his business. Right. I think she should say, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. I'm getting married in five days. My schedule is packed. I don't have time. You're very correct. That is very easy. That's a very easy way to just be like, leave me alone. Five days to your wedding, Naomi. <laughs> you're, I can tell you're not going to be on this podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> damn sure. Oh, my gosh. Well, later that night, Amber goes to Owen's computer to grab some pictures so she could like make a little wedding slideshow, which is what Hunter suggests she does. Hunter, it's like, you're so wild. Anyway, when she goes on Owen's computer, she sees pictures of him and his ex, Megan, and she's blonde and has the same beachy blowout as Amber, and Amber does not like it. Dead woman. Dead woman. <laughs> she was, like, so mad. And that's the thing that was funny, because, like, Owen never says, like, because then there's a scene with Owen where he's like, you know, why are you so mad? And I'm, why doesn't he just go, she's dead? Right. <laughs> he just be like, she's dead. Uh, we're going to tell you the moment we find out she's yeah, dead. And it yeah. has not happened yet. But right. I just need you all to know how the, the, the jealousy. And the thing is, I can totally understand being like jealous of a dead person because it's like, I'll never be as good as them. You know, they're mm -hmm, now mm -hmm, an mm -hmm. angel and I'm not an angel. Mm -hmm. But those are thoughts you keep to yourself. Right. You do not go, <laughs> your dead wife is haunting us with her beachy blonde hair. It's like, that's. For you and your therapist to work out. Right, right. But that night back in the dance studio, Taryn hangs out after closing by herself and like works on her dance moves, which are like a sexy, intense flash dance routine to the mirror. Yeah, in front of the mirror. I mean, we're talking back bends into slides, the kind of thing you don't want to do without a spotter. I'll say that. Okay, you need someone around to make sure you don't break your back. I'm like, does she have an audition coming up? <laughs> what is, or is this just like, she's like, I need to unwind. But this is what I'm saying. She's got to be a professional dancer. Because, like, why else would they put that scene in there? Oh, yeah. 
no, she's she can dance. She's got it. And lo and behold, who comes because he's also rehearsing, <laughs> but Hunter. Hunter! I was upstairs rehearsing, but I heard the music cranking up down here and kind of got distracted. Oh, sorry, I just, uh, I just didn't know anybody was here. I see. It wasn't too dark for me not to see you, though. They start to sexy dance together. Yeah. And then cut to them at Taryn's house, flopping on her bed. They start doing what adults do. But then, like, by her bed is a picture of her, Amber, and their other friend. Just like, you know, a little friendship shot. And then Hunter starts looking at that picture while they're being adults. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was very grossed out by that. I was very grossed out by that. I think, unfortunately, that happens quite often. <laughs> or the mental picture, you know? Okay, so it's the next day. Amber is, they're at like the, her final hair appointment, you know, doing all of that. And she, Amber has to step out to talk to her dad, um, who's not coming to the rehearsal, Amber's mom is dead, which also makes it even crazier that she's so jealous of this dead Megan. Um, it's like, <laughs> Megan and my mom are together in heaven. They're happy for us. Whatever. Um, that never happens. And so then Hunter shows up at the salon and he's like, I'm there to see Taryn, but he just stands outside talking to Amber. Exactly. And luckily, Mitchie, is that her name? Her Mitchie? name is Mitchie. Yes, I looked it up on IMDb. Mitchie. Okay, thank you. Luckily, Mitchie, who is the wedding planner, who up until this point I thought was just like the sassy friend. Me too. Mitch, Mitchie comes out and is like, what's going on here? Listen. Hey, back in the chair. We have two hours and we have to get you changed. Who's this? Uh, this is Hunter. He's here to see Taryn. I'm going to go grab her. Tell her to wait a minute. Okay. You the stripper? Of course you are. So what are you really doing here, bud? I mean, you do realize she's engaged. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to see Taryn, not Amber. <laughs> My ass, you're here to see Taryn. I don't know what you're talking about. So what's your last name, lover boy? That's none of your damn business. Oh, I think it is. Preston Hunter McCain. Good. Now you know you're limited to what you can get away with around these girls. So now that that's out of the way, I know you're used to getting your way. But not today. Thank you. Bitchy yes. Mitchy reading you. Bitchy Mitchy. Thank she you. She read him immediately. And she's 100% correct. Beat it. Absolutely. But I will say the one thing I did not like, she reaches into his pocket for his wallet. And I said, quite honestly, I would have hit it in the face too. Don't be like reaching up in my clothes. No, like, no because that's actually, sec that's oddly sexual too. Okay, so the gals are leaving the salon. It's now night because wedding hair takes a long time, even though Amber's hair looks exactly the same yes. in the entire film. <laughs> like, it's like her wedding day, her rehearsal, her exercising. It's all the same. <laughs> and I, we know that that's not true. Okay, so Mitchie's like, oh my God, I forgot your dress. Mm, not a great, not Planner. a great Exactly, manner. exactly. It's also like, why is the dress at the salon? You know what I mean? And so Mitchie goes back into the salon to get the dress and Naomi who's look, there waiting for her look look rule number 19 of lifetime never forget things in locked buildings okay nope. followed closely by rule 20 never go back to get forgotten things by yourself okay so Mickey's right. out here breaking rules 19 and 20 all right right she walking back there all the girls have left 
she's on the phone being like, hey, will you look up this guy? Because I love how like everyone has a random cop friend, I guess, or someone with access to a database. And they're like, look up this guy. He seems weird. And then, of course, who, what figure all in black comes in? But Hunter, we know it's Hunter. You can't see it, but you know it's Hunter. Okay. Right. And at first you think Mitchie might even get away because she stabs him in the leg. And I was like, yes, Mitchie. Yes, Mitchie has it. Yes. But then when she like finally makes it out, basically, I think the geography is the back door of the store exits into the alleyway. And there's like a gate that's been pulled down, basically, so people can't get in through the back. And so it's locked. She can't escape. So she's like banging on this gate. No one can hear her. That's my nightmare is this idea of like, you know, no one hearing you scream. And then he stabs her. Mm. And then we watch as Hunter grabs Amber's wedding dress and walks away. Yeah. Oh my God, Megan. Megan, what is more evil? Him killing Mitchie or him taking the wedding dress two days before the wedding? You know what I think is more evil? That he frames what the movie calls a quote unquote vagrant for Mitchie's murder. He plants the scissors on a passed out, unhoused man in oh the alley. God, you're right. You're right. You're right. He does. Do- it took me a second because I had to rewind because I was like, where is he putting those? I, I didn't realize yeah. it was a body he was putting them on. And then I was like, oh my God, he's putting them on a person. He's putting them Framing on a, a person. Guy. You know what, Megan? We got to take a break. There are too many levels of evil going on here with Hunter. 
Amber's not told him about any of the interactions she's had with him up till now, right? So right. She, so he so Owen in this moment just finds out he came over to our house to bring back the wedding book. He's been taking classes. He's dating Taryn. Also, I was like, Amber, you didn't tell him that he tried your wedding cake. Okay. If I was on what I would have been real, baby, like, you had him try our wedding cake? It's like, Amber, do you not have friends? Were you not properly socialized? It's not making sense. Yeah. So then, and the thing is, Owen's group of friends are like kind of prep school douchebags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like they start being like shitty to Hunter in a way that's like, this isn't helping. And I like that Owen was like, hey, that's actually not what we need to be doing. Right. Yes. It's okay. Hey, hey, hey. What's your deal? Seriously, you show up here uninvited. Now you're starting fights with my family. Do you do you know where you are right now? You're at our wedding rehearsal. This is my fiance. Do we have a problem? No. Oh, and Stan, just call the police right now. It's okay. I'll leave. Thank you. Hey, kid. Here's your tip. Loser. Hey, thank you. I love you, but you're not helping. Are you okay? He was like, we don't need to be rich and rude right now. We can just tell this man who's not supposed to be here, please leave. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I will say, Owen ends up, you know, for someone who I just thought was like some drywall in a scene... He is one of my favorite lifetime husbands. Yeah. He ends up being the most like a normal grounding force who makes a lot of sense. I said I like him. I said I'm into him. I do like him. Um, And so they all, luckily, like this is the group think is positive in this regard. They're all like, Hunter, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you don't belong. And even Amber is like, what are you doing here? Get out. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Okay, so then uh, he eventually leaves. And then later that night, he calls a blonde woman. Now, is this the woman that he picked up outside of the club? I believe so. Yes, it's the woman he met at the, who, the woman who just went home with him when he stepped out of the shadows. So, you know, she ain't doing well. Who does look like Amber. Mm-hmm. And so he asks her to help him and he'll pay her. And then next scene, we see this Jenny blonde gal. She shows up at Amber's house and she's like, Hi, can I help you? Hi, are you Amber? I am. Your fiancé, Owen, he's not home right now, right? Uh, no, no, he's at work right now. Why? Okay, well, um, you see, he's cheating on you with me, and I really thought you should know because he told me you're getting married, and I don't think that's a good idea. I swear I didn't realize he was engaged at first. I just... Um, <laughs> what are you even talking about? How do you know Owen? The... We met at a conference for his firm. Okay, when was this? Back in April. (laughs) Um, Owen wasn't at a work conference in April, and he's never even looked at another woman in the years since I've known him, so why don't you tell me why you're lying to me? Look, I just... Okay, someone paid me to come here and try and out your husband. I don't really know the guy, okay? Okay, who paid you? Just please don't tell anyone I admitted anything to you. The guy is really weird. I have to go right now, okay? Was his name Hunter? Hello, was his name Hunter? Okay. Yeah, I love, <laughs> like, it's like, what, what this plan, because, like, when she was like, yeah, I, I believe she says, like, at a conference in April, and she's like, he wasn't at a conference in April. Like, it's like, <laughs> we gotta do better than this. We gotta exactly. know, like, like, a like, real restaurant. crap plan. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, Hunter, honey, whatever you thought was gonna happen. And then I also love how quickly Jenny bailed on this plan. You know what I mean? Like, how quickly she was like, I don't know, someone told me to do it, I don't <laughs> 
she even do it? I know. She could have just like driven there and just pretended she did it. Do you know what I mean? Like she could have just like gotten there. Oh yeah, because Hunter is watching. He's much be watching. Exactly, right? So because you see her like looking off. So I'm like, she could have driven there, gone to the door and then be like, no one was home. And then just left. Okay, so that night, um, Amber is crying because of this interaction, and she tells Owen what happened, and Owen is like, this is not good. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I think Hunter sent a girl to our house today and paid her to claim that she was having an affair with you. What? No, no, it's okay. I, I didn't even entertain the idea for a second. I knew instantly that you wouldn't do anything like that. I'm sorry I was harsh on you about Megan and that my insecurity made me so insensitive to your loss. Thank you. And I'm sorry I snapped. Just chuck it up to pre-wedding jitters, huh? We've all been on edge this week. So what now? I mean, now I'm just going to make you my wife. <laughs> I like that. I'm putting a ring on it. <laughs> Well, you know what it was, what I like? Because like in that scene too, like they apologize to each other where he's like, I'm sorry yeah. I got so mad. And she's like, I'm sorry I did not see the signs of this crazy person. And I'm like, right. Great. We all it are like- It feels like a normal interaction. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And you're like, we want them to get married. These are two good kids. They should be together. And then I guess pretty much the next day, Hunter, he comes into the dance studio and ignores Taryn. She's like right there and looking at him like, the fuck? And he goes up to the ballet studio where Amber is and he just acts like nothing is wrong. Brought you a bridal gift. Hunter, did you... Did you pay some girl to come by my house and try and convince me that my fiancé is a cheater? Uh, what are you talking about? That's absurd. I mean, why would I do something like that? I mean... Maybe you should be asking your fiancé why some woman is showing up at your house claiming that he cheated with her. Hunter, what do you want from me? Right now, I just want you to open your gift. No, I, I, I don't want to open the gift right now, okay? Now, can you just please leave? I'll leave, but just as soon as you open the gift. And she opens it, and it's like a black lacy underwear set. Lingerie. It was like, what? So what? weird. I mean, listen to this. Hunter, what is wrong with you? I'm engaged. Okay, okay, look. I didn't mean to start a fight between you and your fiance the other night, but if he's cheating on you too, I, I really don't think that he has a right to be upset about our relationship. <laughs> what? We, we don't have a relationship, okay? I, I, I barely even know you. Yes, yes, but you know that what we have is more than that, Amber. I mean, ever since the first night we met, there's been sparks. <laughs> You were a stripper at my bachelorette party, okay? That, that, that was it. I can't deny you find me sexy. Maybe if we just kiss. Hunter, stop! Just get away. Please just stop! Damn it, Amber! Why are you being such a bitch again? I mean, this man is making no sense to me. Nothing he does is making any sense. I'm like, why do you like Amber? Like, it's like you've had minimal interactions, exactly. but we're about to get into all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. No, so then later that night, uh, the family finds out that Mitchie's dead and it's been blamed on the homeless man who had her blood on his clothes. We all know how that got there. Um, and then they're like, should we postpone the wedding? And at this point, they're two yes. days out from, from the wedding. They should. Yes. They should. Because even if they don't care about Mitchie, which they should, even if they don't, Who's going to coordinate everything? <laughs> uh, on a logistics level alone, we mm, need to postpone mm-hmm, the wedding. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even think logistics. I just thought to myself, it's really going to be a bad pall over the whole day. But you're right. Who's going to keep yeah. things moving? Well, even though you know Margo, you know Mama Margo is like, I, I can know. do this. She'll step right in. If anything, it would be like, Margo, you could actually be a suspect for this. <laughs> you seem like you really want to plan it. Exactly. Taryn is like, you know what? I saw blood on Hunter's neck the night that Mitchie was killed. And Owen's like, no, but maybe that was like, because they got into that tussle. And she's like, no, it was before that. Right. And remember, he said it was like from shaving, which is like, you have a beard. Exactly, what? exactly, exactly. And then, but I love it because as soon as Taryn says that, right, Owen's immediately like, what was the name of that strip club? And then he like looks it up and dials. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I'm getting answers. Yeah. And there's no answer on the phone. And Owen's like, we're going down there. And I said, I love it. I love what a man is handling things. You know what I mean? I just like, a, I mean, regardless of gender, quite frankly, anybody who's like competent. And we're like, going we're gonna, to Naughty Boys. Yeah. Like we're going to handle yeah. this. I like that. It makes you feel very secure. So they go into Naughty Boys and they're like, you know, athleisure. And everyone's <laughs> in there like having a great time. And they're like, Benji, Benji. And it's like, Benji's trying to make money, bitches. You are cock blocking Benji right now. Benji don't know you. Benji does like 12 parties a day. Yes. So the fact that you're out here being like, Benji, Benji, it's us. It's like, Benji's like, us who? And they go into like the dressing room and someone pulls a fake gun on them because he's like stripper humor, you know? <laughs> um, and so we find out Hunter doesn't actually work at the club. Yeah, no, he hasn't worked here in what, last year and a half? Right? Well, not since he went out of his damn mind. Out of his what? mind? What do you mean? His girlfriend was killed. It was sad. Yeah, and then he lost it. He kept losing his temper here at work, partying too hard with the ladies, getting in fights with the other dancers. Hold on, if if he doesn't work here, how did he get hired for my bachelorette? Well, our other guy, Boone, was supposed to work, but got his knee busted by some thug the night before and ended up in the hospital. We had a full house, and Hunter was texting me because he needed to make some cash, so I invited him to headline at your bachelorette party. He's usually a big hit with the ladies. Do you know where he works now? Okay, so the guy we saw in the opening who got Nancy kerrigan he was Nancy kerrigan and then Hunter had to take his place. How convenient, right? Yep. So after we get that bombshell, okay? So this two bombshells in a row, which is Hunter ain't even a naughty boy anymore. He ain't even on naughty boy payroll. He was filling in for a person who was attacked by unnamed, let's name him Hunter, okay? Yeah. Elwin like walks out, the two gals follow him outside, Taryn and Amber, and they're like, what's the deal? And then he has an epiphany. Listen to this. Oh, my God. It's Preston. The son of a bitch's name is Preston. It's not Hunter. This is the guy that Megan was engaged to before she met me. Wait, this is the Megan, your ex, yeah, who died? Hold on. Wait, if Megan was broken up with him when you met her, why is he still carrying a weird grudge? I don't know, because technically they weren't broken up before we got together. What? You were seeing her whilst she was still engaged to him. Look, he hit her. She bailed. She was done with him. Apparently, he doesn't see it that way, though. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I did not see it coming, but I needed something to come. Yes. Because it did not make sense why he was so fixated on Amber. And now yes. it's because of Owen. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. This is the moment again where it all comes together when I realize that, you know, Megan's dead and all of this. And at which point I noticed there is now, what we now know is that there has only been one calendar year between your girlfriend's tragic unexpected death and you marrying someone else. So that means you had to date them and get engaged to them and plan a wedding in that time frame. And plan a wedding in 12 months. And, and, you know, now this is where I'm like, okay, well, Owen, something's not right with you. 
he went from being my favorite lifetime husband to perhaps one of the coldest. Yeah. Because I don't get that. Are you involved? What's up with you? Thank you. Because I'm like, okay, that means like Megan died and you were like on Tinder at her funeral. (laughs) It's like, I don't understand. And it was tragic and sudden. It wasn't like, oh, you know, she was on hospice and wanted me to move on. Right. Okay. We almost don't even have time to deal with this Owen situation because we then meet one of the worst cops in lifetime history. (laughs) (laughs) This man is at Margot's house. So it's like, dog, you're in a mansion. Yep. You need to come correct. Okay. Exactly. And he is coming the most incorrect. <laughs> and he is like, wait, okay. So you want me to believe that this guy who just like did one weird thing is maybe not okay? <laughs> We've got Margot. We've got Margot's husband. Don't know his name. We've got Owen and Amber. Was Taryn there? I don't think Taryn's there. No, Taryn's not there. But we've got like four grown adults. Luckily, Margot goes Megan slash Karen and is like, uh, Detective Allen? Allen? My husband and I contribute a great deal of funding to programs that help keep this city safe. And Commissioner Mills is a, a close personal friend of ours. And I would recommend that you take my son and daughter-in-law's advice and start looking into this stalker situation as soon as possible. Now, if you don't have any further questions, it is getting awfully late. Detective Bullwinkle, (laughs) we're rich. I'm friends with the commissioner. You need to listen to my kids. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, And he's like, Exactly, he's like, fine. But I mean, when I tell you this man looks like he rolled out of bed, Yep. And just, he was half asleep. The eyes ain't even fully open. And he's like, huh? What? And I just think it's so funny because you never see him again, but Lifetime always gives you that one touch. You know, they want to remind you that the system will not help you. It is on you to help yourself. <laughs> even when you're rich and personal friends with the commissioner. Nope. I don't. They will do nothing for you. Owen and Amber decide that instead of postponing, they're going to have the wedding at his parents' other house. What? Ugh. Can you imagine? Because it's in a gated community. Hunter doesn't know where it is, so they should be safe. It's smaller, and we can cut down the guest list, and we'll just feel a lot safer there. And I was like, what do you mean cut down the guest list? This is like in two days. Like, I don't understand how you plan to get this information out. If you cut down the guest list, you better be refunding my plane ticket. You better be refunding my hotel. Wow. At that hour? Wow. You get the call. Listen, we have a psycho stripper. You're disinvited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That... Now, that for me is an invite I would like to get. Due to unforeseen psycho stripper circumstances, (laughs) we will be shrinking our guest list to 40 individuals and you will no longer be able to attend. Here's a $50 gift card to get yourself some dinner that night. Is it going to be sea bass and steak? No, but hopefully you can get like a salad. Okay, so then the dad rushes in, Margot's husband. Don't know his name, not going to learn it. He comes in and he's like, look what I just got in the mail. And it's a wedding invitation that says it's for Amber and Hunter. <laughs> now, Naomi, they like take it and they go, this is exactly like our wedding invite. So, you know, these people spent at least $5,000 on their wedding right, invite. Right, right, right. And you're telling me out of work stripper hunter and i'm only saying out of work because he's not on the naughty boys payroll right as right we've as we know exactly unemployed stripper hunter slash preston is spending five to ten k to get wedding invitations out to the entire guest list exactly no. a rush delivery because everyone has received them 
Everyone on the guest list has received these invitations. I would love a man to handle a task like this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you could put Andy in charge of your wedding invites? Oh, my God. That would be the dream. The dream. It'd be a dream. Honestly, on this, I go, Hunter, listen, I don't like you. I think you're a psycho. I think you'd make a great wedding planner. I think you can can fill the shoes that you ripped Mitchie out of. Oh my god. It's like crazy because then basically Margo's like, oh my god, I gotta deal with damage control all day because she's like getting calls and she's like, no, it's not real. She goes, Antoinette, no. <laughs> and then they're like, Mom, sorry. And she's like, it's fine. Okay, so they go to this, they go to the second mansion, yeah. and Owen has bought her like backup wedding dress. Which is way better. Yeah, her first wedding dress, I was like, this is I know off. <laughs> The rack from Coles. Like, I'm very yes. confused. Yes. Okay. So, you guys, you and I were on the same page because I was like, yeah. Because he's like, I bought the other dress, but then I was like, okay, did you get it tailored? Is it just going to fit? But it's lifetime. Of course, it fits. Amber's off the rack, though. Yeah. You know, yeah she's yeah, yeah. Thin. She's a sample size. Yeah. I'm a sample. Yeah. Ugh. But that, yeah, that first dress was very homely. And I said, come on, Amber. So, I was actually quite excited. And then I thought, okay, was Hunter doing her a favor? I can't think like that. Okay, so the, now Taryn's up there. The crew's assembling. The The bridal party's getting there. The doorbell rings. It's very ominous. Taryn's playing pool for some reason. And it's like, I don't know if this is the time for sort of billiards. Taryn is always in Coyote Ugly, okay? And that is her natural state. She's like always holding a tray of beers. And she is always playing pool. And it has like... An outfit that's like too sexy for the occasion. Like right. it's like they're they're fleeing a psycho stripper that was her boyfriend, and she's in like a low cut <laughs> with a billiards cue. Right? What's going on? Um, and so you know, you think it's Hunter. It's not. It's a lovely baker, a young black woman who's like, I'm just bringing the cake. Well, no, but let's be clear. The doorbell rings, and of course they're like, Why is anyone coming now? They're worried it's Hunter. Owen's holding a pool cue. Taryn gets a knife. A butcher knife. They go back in the house, and it's the girl delivering the cake. I said, if I was a black lady and I came into a house and two whites had some damn weapons on me, Mm-mm. it would be over. It would be over. Right. I would have dropped that cake. I would have ran right out. <laughs> I mean, there's no, no way. She's even apologetic. She's like, sorry, just bringing the cake. I'm like, girl, you got to go. <laughs> okay, so then the broy groomsman is like hey we're here and it's like one of those mansions that has a gate and he's like danielle's right behind us so they owen lets them in and then bro bro gets out of the car and he's like what are you two doing back there there's plenty of bedrooms inside like insinuating that danielle and whoever else are hooking up and out of danielle's car walks hunter mm, oh boy not he good get it out yep so now we're inside. Amber gets a call from Danielle, bridesmaid Danielle. And she's like, hey, we're not going to be able to come right now. My car got stolen. And so she goes to tell Owen this. And Owen's like, no, Ethan's here now. He said they're right behind him. Guys, I mean, they could have just taken Russ's car instead. No, I just I just talked to her a minute ago. She said they're still back at the house. That's, That's not right. Weird. Oh, no. Cut to we see bro bro getting strangled with his own tie by Hunter. I need to speak to Amber. Does this concern you? Oh, yeah, it does. And the cops. Yo, Owen! Owen, get down here! Owen! Dark, dark, okay? And so then when Taryn, I like, for me, Taryn's first. Taryn, Amber, and the gang, and Owen, 
they come down the driveway, they find Ethan's body in the trunk of his own car. And then Amber like runs back to the house to call the cops. But when she gets back, she's like close to the door and Hunter comes and he's like blocking the way. And I think he has her cell phone. Yeah. So, of course, everyone else runs back and we learn that he did indeed kill Owen's ex, Megan. Which we had a good sense of. I mean, he had a pretty good sense. It said it was a car accident, but you were like, someone did something. And as Owen and Hunter are fighting, it looks like Owen is about to get killed. Like, it really does. Because mm-hmm. you also see, you know, there's a real differential in strength. And, you know, Hunter's crazy. He's crazed. And so that gives him a lot of strength. So I thought, oh, God, Owen's not going to make it. And then I love this Amber like runs back to Ethan's car and grabs a champagne bottle from the trunk. So I like that Ethan's like, I brought 10 cases of champagne. Um, Yeah. And she brings the bottle back. She knocks Hunter over the back of the head with it. And I'm like, okay, good. He's out. But no, he's only like Mm -hmm. knocked out for half a second. Like he is not out. How? He's crazed. I thought that was end. End of film. I know. No, no, no. No nope. crazed. He's crazed. Nothing will keep him down. Okay. And so then Amber and Taryn run off because Owen is knocked out. Okay. Like Owen did get beat down and he's still on the ground. Amber and Taryn, they run off. They like hide. Are they hiding like on a trellis or something? Yeah, they're on like a they're on like a pergola. I don't <laughs> know how they got up there. It doesn't make sense. But they are on some sort of nice outdoor sun shield. <laughs> And then there's like a commotion. Hunter ends up finding them and he stabs Taryn in the stomach with the pool cue. Oh, I nope. 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 I mean, but also this is one of the things like even Hunter looks horrified when it happens. Yeah, because Taryn didn't need to die. Right. And he's also like, oh, my God, because obviously it's not his intention. He just like wants to get Amber. But it's like you've already killed three people. I know. You know, (laughs) we all know the value of Taryn. We need her. She's a real one. And he immediately goes, he's like, <laughs> you made me do this! You killed her! You made me do this! <laughs> Classic abuser stalker. It's like, you stabbed her with a pool cue and somehow it's Amber's fault? Boy, bye. And as she's running through the mansion, Hunter is doing the hunting, Natch. Mm-hmm. And Owen, he's now come to, he's up. He sees her from, uh, from the ground level because she's like running up the house. And then basically you see Amber grab something out of the bathroom. I don't know what it is. Did you know what it was? Hairspray? Was it hairspray? I thought maybe hairspray. I don't know. She grabs this, right? And then she's able to like kind of run up and surprise Hunter. And when he turns Mm -hmm. around, she sprays him in the face. Yep. And then classic lifetime murder method. With a little extra twist, he falls off of the balcony, which is only a second story, but onto his own fire axe. Y'all. Y'all. At first, because basically you see Owen, he picks up the axe and then he just like puts it down on some wood. And I'm like, Owen, what are you doing? You need a weapon. Right. Why are you putting it down? (laughs) We're not making a fire. Exactly. But there it is. There it is. You need something for Hunter to go down on. And why not his own axe? All right. Wow. Cut to three months later. Which I think is a, a semi-reasonable amount of time. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we're in a backyard by a pool. I assume it's Margot's house. Ugh, thank God we see Amber in the very, the backup dress that is very nice. Yeah. Okay. Much better. Much, Much better. better. <laughs> that's honestly, that's the, be- that's the silver lining of all of this. Is that she doesn't get married in that bad dress. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also very sad. For some reason, I was hoping that Taryn was going to be there. Like, she wasn't going to be a bridesmaid because she was, you know, 
So right. recovering, but she was going to be in the audience. She could be in a wheelchair in the front row. I wish Taryn had lived. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was like a real bummer for me. You know, she's a star that burned bright and, mm-hmm. and went out too soon. Yeah. Now tell me what you think of this final shot, though. The bride and groom, they get inside an SUV where a real jankily painted just married sign hangs off the back. Yeah. And then everyone claps and waves as they drive off in their SUV down a residential street. Yeah, I have to imagine Margot didn't approve that final beat. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, when half of your bridal party is murdered um, by a stripper who is also now dead, I think you go, maybe we cut some corners. Mm, <laughs> and maybe mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. we don't need the cans on the Range Rover. <laughs> maybe... Maybe we just let someone's niece paint it and yeah. that'll be good enough. Because it's like, where are they going on their honeymoon? The second house? You know, like, I hope exactly. we're selling that. I hope we're selling that. The market's hot. We got to get out of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Always sell a crime scene. Absolutely. I hope Danielle got her car back. I wish they had driven <laughs> off in Danielle's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This one was, in, in a lot of ways, a romp. Yeah. And um, and I related to a lot of different people in it. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Next week, we're bringing something worse than a bridezilla, a psycho wedding crasher. Since working as a dressmaker for her Aunt Daisy, Jenna longs to have a white wedding of her own. When she meets bride-to-be Marcy and boyfriend Glenn, Jenna realizes Glenn is the man she's been waiting for and is determined to have him all to herself. She'll stop at nothing to make her wedding dreams come true, even if it means killing the bride. We'll see you next week. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new Bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, That's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Naisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by the Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now if you've gotten to this point. You should know that we're the host, okay? (laughs) It feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.